Man, we are we are professionals over no, here. Why is it? Why does it look like that? I don't know. Todd's having some problems with his live can feed. See, can you see? Can anyone see? Could I? Oh, why don't I look on my phone? Watch this. Okay. Welcome everybody to uh, the Monday Mass. This is the world's greatest action center? sports podcast. No, uh, Todd's Todd's trying to go live. And I'm unbreak my heart, Todd. All right, well, then I guess I'll just start the actual podcast uh, while Todd deals with... It's nice that Todd is dealing with the, uh, the audiovisual problems. All my stuff's working great. Uh, the sound is great. I look great. I feel real good on this Monday. Oh, there we go. Okay. Monday, November 13th. Now people are, see, we're already in the show, so Todd's late to the party. We're barely in the show when we're doing the Here show. Here you go. There's the microphone. All right, co- stop. Now I need my coffee. Hey, everybody. Uh, we have just figured out how to use the live function of, already a, said that. of our phone. Fu- <laughs> Fuck off, Chris. Here we are. Okay, now we're going. We are here. Oh, wow. You're good. Welcome to the Monday Mass. It is uh, at some point in November. I November 13th. I believe that uh, Thanksgiving is next week. Really? Ten days. Is it ten days? I think it's the twenty third. Do you have your Christmas tree up yet? No, but you know what? I'm gonna start working on my decorations. I you, know, I, you know me. I make handmade, homemade, horrible decorations, and the Christmas decorations are coming up next. You may know that I made a gaggle of witches. Yeah, for you my have front this yard. website called Regretsy, and where <laughs> you make people presents. That's and so they funny. Try to trade them. Well, I'm recycling my gaggle of witches into Christmas trees. So they're going to look great. And the neighbors are going to be bummed, as they always are, with my decorations. Do do your neighbors ever say anything about all the bullshit that's on your lawn? (laughs) They love it. Do they? They love me. I'm a lovable guy. I'm the lovable weirdo in the neighborhood. You're great. Uh, Guess what? We're going to get right into this ad block, because the ad block is beefed the hell yeah, we've added. Week. We've got the biggest. News <laughs> we've ever. added ads. We're just adding ads. <laughs> We're adding ads, but they're totally pertinent. But you get the exact same amount of podcasts, but yet we're adding. Yeah. So ads. now the podcast to ad block ratio is going to be about, let's say, 60 percent ad block, forty percent podcast. The content is coming up, okay. but right now Go. this is actually great content. This Hot is so presses. rad. We are so excited. You know, this is the world's greatest action sports podcast. It's only fitting that we team up with the greatest mountain in the world, Mammoth Mountain. That is right. For the next four months, Todd and I and the Monday Mass are on Team Mammoth. Our good friend, Gabe Taylor, uh, and I set up this whole deal. Yeah, so when we get into snow news, we're going to talk a little bit more about Mammoth, but we do have a report from Gabe Taylor, who is our the marketing manager and brand and or brand content manager he's the marketing guy for mammoth he's the best amazing surfer hopefully you've seen him ride because he rips as well uh here's what he's had to say about opening day which was just a few days ago a modest storm blew through mammoth last week dropping five or six inches of snow let me know it's nine inches i'll be there to measure plunging temperatures close to 20 degrees optimal snowmaking conditions Mammoth is open for skiing and riding since last Friday. A great opener. It looked like an epic party. 
Gabe was actually hosting the party. Um, you know, they had the banner that the first lift went up and went through. Big well, raging opera scene. This, this next week, yeah. we've got... Um, this is like... There's kind of a bunch of ski, or, ski resorts are starting to open. They're starting to open across Utah, Colorado. There's a bunch open. But this next week, there's a big storm, and it can change everything. I remember last year, I was looking through you know my neatly organized stuff that Apple so conveniently does for you in your photos... <laughs> And there was a video of December us? December 5th was it at us? Mammoth, and it was like neck deep. Is that when you went there without me? Yep. Thanks, bro. Well, we're going together. Todd and I are going to go uh, hit Mammoth a couple times this season for sure. We may have a couple of the passes to maybe give to a fan or two. Uh, we're going to try to do a podcast from up on the mountain as well. So big things coming from the Monday Mass in Mammoth Mountain. Excited about that. Also... The return of the world's best e-bike company, Pedal Electric, is back. The Monday Mass. Uh, Todd and I both got brand new Pedal Electric bikes. You got a white one. I got a black I one. I feel bad taking the white one because then I thought, like, you guys had already ridden the white one. No, no. My son set your white one up and rode it around the block. Right. But the same goes for the black one that I got. Okay. He set both of them up. My son, London, he's a bike, he's a bike freak. So he set those up. And thing is sick, right? You talking about torque? You want to talk torque? Torque. Tons of torque. The pedal electric bike is back, and right now, uh, perfect timing. You know, holidays coming up and all that. They're actually having a big sale: six hundred dollars off a bike. And with every purchase you or with purchases you make of select bikes, a percentage of that goes back to saving coral reef around the world. Mm. Get a sick bike, save some reef, look cool, be cool. Like Todd and I. Pedal Electric is back at Pedal Electric. Vesselshipping.com. Vessel.com. V-E-S-Y-L.com. Did you I, use I it? I had a hard time understanding what the concept was of this. Until you tried it. Until or, Well, until I tried it. Like I got set up with an account. Yeah. And it is, it's like you print your own labels at home. Yeah. And you just go and drop it. I just couldn't comprehend that. And then you, yeah. And then I did it. It was really easy. Exactly. That's that's what that's what it's for. Because for people Super like us who are really stupid it's not about actually, other things. It's not actually for people like us. It's more for people that have small businesses. Well, yeah. And if you, this is, or you sell This is stuff. not a business. We usually, uh, we'll talk about the garage sale, but yeah. We usually attempt to sell things and ship them, but end up just shipping them with, for free. That's our business plan. But thank you to Vessel Shipping for making it easy. V-E-S-Y-L dot com. 1620 Workwear at 1620 USA. American made workwear. I got these pants on right here. Feel that stretch, tough, breathable, badass, guaranteed for life. You ever seen those pants that can stop a chainsaw from cutting through them? That's kind of that, that's what these. No, feel those like. are. Not, I don't have the confidence that those pants would stop a chainsaw. Well, if I slammed on my. But have you ever would... seen the pants that can stop? They're made to wear when you're using a chainsaw. Right. It's but I, I don't know what that has to do with. Um, our sponsor, 1620 USA. I'm just saying, maybe if they, they want to have get into the big like leagues, that. they have some chainsaw-proof pants. Do you know where uh, the owner, operator, founder of 1620 surfs all the time? Tell me. Massachusetts. That's right. He needs to make a shark-proof pants. <laughs> Their pants, I would... I, I can't guarantee it or not, but their pants are probably shark proof. I have a couple other pairs of the actual like, work pants and shart, bam. not shart proof. They're all shart proof. If you sharten them, they're guaranteed for life. Just please clean them before sending them back. If you rip your pants, you can send them in. They fix them. But 
If they're sharded in, it might be a different story. Mint Tours at Mint Tours. What time is it now? Dude. It's 1246, it's like November 11th. 12th. Around the corner. It's where it's almost happening. Pretty soon, Todd and I are going to be at least ways to nipple to, to, to assy neck high Chris, in powder. we call that dick deep powder. And what? you can get dick deep powder if you go to Dude. Japan. This is a nasty ad block. At Mint Tours, highly recommended. Todd and I are going... Well, you should too. This is a once in a lifetime type of thing. Well, you could actually do it every season if you wanted through Mint Tours at Mint Tours on the gram. Machu Picchu Energy, Machu Picchu Energy. What did you use Machu Picchu Energy for this weekend, Todd? Uh, I had to hold a door open, so I used a small case of it to prop the door. Oh, nice. So it's it's for more than just natural clean energy, right? Awesome. Natural clean energy. Yeah, it's like nuclear power for your body. That's right. Hanson Surfboards at Hanson Surfboards. Uh, I actually went there and I borrowed a rolling rack for our yard sale and I saw that they're redoing and redesigning the whole snowboard and ski rental area. It's going to be super rad. Really? Uh, and those guys are awesome in there. And also, I did a couple laps of the shop, new full suits, all the full suits you could want, tons of new boards in there, and of course, all the snow gear you could want. So Hanson Surfboard's going off right now. We're almost done. Well, no, we're not. We're about half. We got an, uh, an hour left of the ad block. Beneath Apparel at Beneath Apparel, we've got a coupon code that you can all use. This is a big one. It's valid from now, the 13th to the 19th. 30% off. You know what I saw? Mass 20. Mass 30. 30% off, dude. Jason Momoa is like doing something. He's our guy. He's on our team. He's on Team Beneath. He'd probably come on the podcast. Maybe. He seems like a pretty chill dude. Well, he's the best, and he knows what the best underpants are, and that's Beneath Apparel. Call, Call Drogo. What, what I'm saying is, and Todd, you probably know this too, every single friend and family member that I've given a pair of Beneath Apparel to has been so hyped that uh, they just beg for more. Uh, that's why Beneath Apparel is the best gift ever, and Todd, I ordered under layers for us yeah. for uh, Japan. Bub's Naturals, at Bub's Naturals, I just had the hydrator die. I'm going to post an instructional video later today. Bub's Dude, your Naturals. Your dog is licking me. Oh, and what was the joke you said? Why do dogs lick humans? Because there's bones inside and they want to get at them bones. Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. I, Justin I, was here yesterday. He was? Yeah. Justin Bachan? Justin Bachan. Is that his name? Sure. Um, last gonna... night, so I got uh, chicken spring rolls from Trader Joe's, mm-hmm. air fryer, and then you get good, big pieces of lettuce. Put the spring roll in the lettuce, you wrap it and dip it in Bachan's. I think he's going to move here. I'm a chef. He's going to move here. Good. He should. Panic and Coffee and Tea at Panic and Coffee and Tea. And this is proof. This is uh, proof that Todd and I are completely addicted. We've been waking up with Panikin since 1968. New Greens at New Greens. Uh, I gave the owner of New Greens a bunch of free stuff from the yard sale, and he's going to send me some more New Greens for my body. So the year yard sale didn't go. Well, we'll talk about that in yard sale news. Diecutstickers.com. Diecutstickers.com, the best in the business. Uh, one last thing. Sunbender's got some shows coming up. This is where I promote myself. Thursday night, we're playing at Poor House in Oceanside with Hardly Human, Thieves About, and Lived In. I think it starts at 8. November 18th, we're doing the Skates Giving event at CATF, November 18th. And this is uh, at the California Training Facility in Vista. It's a celebration for our love of skating. 
There's going to be a bunch of prizes, a bunch of fun stuff. You can come. You can skate. You can come and hang out. Uh, there's a food drive from Feeding San Diego. And there are two way two ticket options available for twenty five bucks. You can come in and chill, and that money's going to go help uh, USA Skateboarding and Feeding San Diego as well. And then if you want to pay fifty, you can actually come hang out, skate. I mean, how fun would that be to skate at CATF while listening to Sunbender live and other bands? That was uh, the ad block. Oh, there's one more thing. Oh, is there? Yeah. So you know, people always ask. People ask a lot about getting jobs in the surf and skate and snow industry like linkedin kind of but better because these are actually really cool jobs that um we want to find good people for because we know how important it is to, to have good people working in our industry uh our friend pj jasinski remember pj jasinski oh, yeah. so uh pj from uh camp so campgrizzly.com he just sent a list of some jobs that have just opened up, and these are some good ones. Really? Because we do hear a lot about people. I might leave. I might leave this and, podcast. All right. Well, you want to be the senior director, of PR, global communications at the North Face. Um, so wait, about his his company Camp Camp yeah takes like takes all the job offerings in action sports and puts them in one place to find them i believe so yeah okay because i was going to say if there's a company hiring a head of communication an account executive a senior director a vp of brand that is the sign that that is a bad company right but it's actually not a company it's just someone who wants to have a company and they're hiring all those roles no these are actual vetted job openings for medium to high level people senior director at sportswear for patagonia uh, we got the creative director, Stanley1913. Do you ever go on LinkedIn or maybe maybe even camp and you go on there and you see like creative director of Tinder? Listen, you fit all these you like you you think about all the stuff that you've done, right? Like and right. I'm saying you and myself, like Me personally. All, all this experience that we've had throughout our Yeah our careers or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Who it's knows? a lot. It's a yeah. lot in marketing and knowing the ins and outs of action sports and, yeah. and, and communications and doing social media. And then it's like, it gets to the nitty gritty of like, what the details and duties are. Yeah, like are. I don't think I've ever used Microsoft like a spread <laughs> like a spreadsheet maker. Like I don't think I know how to make a spreadsheet. I think you and I are really good at a lot of things, but I think you and I don't have a lot of the quote unquote requirements you would need to work at uh, and anywhere, literally uh, any place. I mean, maybe we could so. Although I will say, what about say, the account executive for partnership no, sales at X see, Games? As soon as you're like said account, that means I've got to somehow be responsible financially. Oh, that, that's straight out. I'm just saying, like, but that means you go out and you get sponsors for X Games, right? But that, but then you have to do math. What about Done. senior director of sportswear at Patagonia? Would you want to do that? There we go, math again. Oh, you got to draw. Anyway, hopefully, I'm, I think the podcast might have paused during the meat of that, but either way. I'm just saying, I'm, over, I'm overqualified for a lot of different roles that are in the action sports industry, and then grossly underqualified from some remediary role. You know why? I think I, I'm in the same boat. I think college prepares you for jobs with executives. I went to the, college. I am not prepared. Really? For anything. What college? Uh, the, the one I went to. <laughs> Where's your diploma? 
It's an imaginary diploma. No, look, I really... It was the school of soft knocks. I really did go to college, but I... Okay, but my okay, en- Todd, we believe you. My entire uh, graphic arts education was replaced by, like, two keystrokes on yeah. Illustrator. It's like, thank you, that was $40,000. Anybody that went to school with Todd, yeah, hit us up. Muzzy! <laughs> well, Muzzy was... That's where I met Muzzy, was when I was going At to college. college. I get it. It's Col- fine. Todd, you, you're a really smart guy. Thank you, PJ Dzinski. I love PJ, and I think that's pretty cool because we hear a lot of doom and gloom about the industry, well, we'll so see, it's nice to see what, a list of job openings. It is nice to know that there... I mean, there are a lot of people that are employed within this industry to just kind of give their unsolicited opinions. Right. I think I'd, like be, us. I'd be good at that job. I would like that job that when somebody comes in, they go, "Do you want? Do you, should we sell this widget or this widget? And, and you I just, go, that one. That one. And they go, you're fired. Surf News is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. That's right. We are in the podcast now. That was one of the best ad blocks we've ever done. Can we start Expect off more of that. surf news Yes. with yard sale news? Yeah. Okay, good. Because Laura Enever yard sailed into a world record. Oh, I get what you did there because we had a yard sale. And Can we, we need to discuss what, what a make is. Okay, 31-year-old former ISA World Junior Champion and XCT surfer, WSL commentator from North Narrabeen, all-around amazing person. This has beautiful nothing, out. nothing to do with Laura as a person. Her record-breaking wave at Himalayas on Oahu, January 22nd, was measured at 43.6 feet. Uh, that beats the previous record held by Andrea Moeller. Um, who is a Brazilian-American competitive canoeist and jiu-jitsu black belt. So I wouldn't, if I was you, Todd, I would not say anything disparaging about Andrea Mueller because she will beat your ass to tie you up. She's also a paramedic. She paddled into a big wave at Peahi, a 42-footer. So Laura's wave was 43.6. I mean, it's that, it was that, big, <laughs> that much bigger. And how can you tell it's that much bigger when you're out in the ocean? There's so many things going on here that do not add up, Chris. Okay. Well, I watched the wave. Is there laser beams? I watched the wave. Are there lasers that are saying how big the wave is? I mean, they've been measuring wave heights now for many, many years. This sounds like the way that you measure powder. Well, that's different. (laughs) That's a factual measurement, Todd. We'll talk about it after the show. Uh, Either way, Laura on a huge board at a, one of the scariest waves out there, mm-hmm. Himalayas, is mm-hmm. so gnarly. Mm-hmm. Because it's one of those waves where it's not perfect, and if you're, <coughs> if you're caught inside, you're done. Mm-hmm. So the wave she rode, she dropped in, she made it to the bottom of the wave, basically like this, rah, made it to the bottom, and then the thing just freaking destroyed her. And so I think my... Let's go point-counterpoint. Okay. You, you are alluding to the fact that you didn't think it was a make enough to get a world record. I don't think it was a make. I think that you need to successfully complete the ride. Okay. And just because, I mean, I know that you, if you look at the footage, she gets about three quarters of the way down the wave and then just gets obliterated by like a 15 foot wall of whitewash. Okay. Okay. So she, like, she didn't shoot out the bottom. She, she made. It, I thought she made. It, she made it to the bottom of the wave, so I feel like it was a successful drop. But so okay. Put well, let me ask you this: What if she but made it to the bottom of the wave right? and then like pulled up and the wave barreled around her and she got destroyed? Would that be? That's a would, different story. 
So th- she got uh, pretty close to that. I feel like it's like it's it, it goes to it goes along the line of there has to be some kind of like like standards. Okay. Like what is it? What is it considered? Is it? Is someone riding out of it? Because it says it right here on the thing, record-breaking largest ridden wave. Right. Uh, no, largest wave ever paddled into by a female. Okay, so riding the wave, like you could. I don't. I, I just. I feel like if you're, if you have to complete the actual action of what this is. I mean, if you, I'm sure if you asked Laura, you said, you know, if you had the opportunity to do that again, would you rather go out there and make it cleaner? I feel like that's like that is the the lowest um, bar that we need to cross in all of these sports is like you got to keep it clean so that you know the integrity of what has come before you and what comes after you stays intact. Right. And I don't. It's like skiers flying off a cliff, landing on their back, and they somehow ride out and after the powder poof. Right. Like and claim it. Okay. Don't you can't claim that. No, Same, I see that. You know I see your I mean? point there. I mean, I feel like that. I feel like the there was there is no rock solid rule in place for what is deemed a make. So to me, the fact that she got to the bottom of the wave, she was still riding, and then the wave took her oh mm-hmm. took her out. I still think she deserves that medal. Now, would you? Okay, so record. let's say there's like the world's largest barrel ever ridden. Okay. Okay. So would you consider that? Like, okay, so someone pulls into this gigantic barrel but just gets annihilated. Right. Is that does that count? Or does it have to be the world's largest barrel navigated and completed in yeah. order for a world record? Because we're talking about world records. It's a good like, that's a, it's a good question. I'm 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 rereading this. Okay. And I, I, I this was I believe on like BBC or something. Uh Received the distinction of paddling into the largest wave ever ridden by a female. So, it's pretty general. It's pretty broad. She paddled into the wave. She is a female, and it was the largest wave a female's ever paddled into. Mm -hmm. So, it doesn't say anything about making it or not. I think she still deserves the credit because... I, I ain't paddling into that wave. No, we ain't paddling. But, but I ain't paddling but what a those, quarter of that But wave. what those rules say yeah. is that if, if Chris decided to get hypnotized into thinking that he could, then you could potentially go out and be a world record breaker by dropping in on a wave and just getting detonated at the bottom of the wave. Now, let's say a guy on a motorcycle jumps the longest gap ever, lands it. Largest attempted wave. Okay, that uh, that's, that's that's more long in the lines of where we are here. Largest wave attempt. Okay, so if a motorcycler jumps five hundred thousand feet, lands. We are literally talking about evil Knievel. Right, lands. Eats shit. And then eats shit. Did he still make the jump? Evil Knievel tried to jump the Snake Canyon on a in a rocket rocket powered car. Now that one, I just like that is that's not a motorcycle. And he smashed into the that's other like, side. Why don't you just fly over it in a helicopter? <laughs> right. That one, I never got that one. And no offense to Evil. I know he's a big fan of the show, but I just didn't get that one. He's part of the axis of evil. Anyways, congratulations, Laura Anever. You're, you're, we love you. Or I say congratulations, Todd says. <laughs> or not. Something different. Um, I love you. Uh, you must. Did, did she drop in on you some, at some point? No, you're just you like you. You're you're. I'm a stickler you're for the a stickler rules. Stickler for the, I like that. I like. That I like the you. rules. I like to have integrity in my action sports. He's a, it's an integral part of his life. 
The couch surfing show came down to Seaside Reef, and we had so much fun. Dude, those guys. Where have, were you? They dude? had a serious show. Where were you? Everyone was asking, where's Todd? Really? Yeah. I wasn't well, even one in, person asked. I wasn't even invited. You were invited. I told you we were going there. That, I told that's you. That's not an invite. That's like, I'm going to the store. No, I said the couch surfing show is coming to Seaside, cruise down. That's I'm going, what I said. I'm going to the beach. And then later on that day, your wife's like, why didn't you invite me to the beach? And I said, I did. I told you I was going to the beach. No, I remember what I said to you. Anyway, it was a great show with or without Todd. It was still great. Uh, I made it down there, hung out with those guys, and... I feel like this show is so good for the culture. It's this, so rad. This show. This show, too. Yeah. But that show, too. That show, they've got their shit yeah, together. Good. I like it. Uh, it was super rad. We had a, I mean, the waves were really fun. Uh, we had myself. We had a bunch of guests. Or they, they had a bunch of guests. Levi, uh, Slauson, Jake Marshall. Well, the couch surfing show is just straight up, What's up calling guys? me out on my live right now. What'd you say? Dude, I didn't even get invited. Chris... Basically, He's full of basically shit. whispered. He was on his own couch at home doing nothing. When was this? Friday. This is last Friday. I I, I told you. I told you about it. You straight up didn't tell. I just did. Um, Can we do a couch surfing show at the bottom of the freaking half pipe? Sure. That's skateboarding. Anyway, so I was just complimenting the couch surfing show for being awesome for the culture of surfing, and then. Full credit and shout out to the surfers at Seaside Reef. We had hammers show up. Levi Slauson comes on, hangs out on the couch for a minute before he goes surfing. And I said, do you take requests? And he goes, yeah. I go, big old straight air. Two waves in, he goes out there and does like an eight-foot straight air, pulls it perfect. Levi's going off. Jake Marshall comes on. He goes out there and lays down like two insane turns. It was so fun. They had Steve Sherman on there. Brody Fish was on there. Uh, Titus Santucci, Ellie, Ellie Temperi. So they actually, Couchsurfing guys asked me if I could help. And I said, let me hit the lot trolls. The lot trolls said it's all good. Got Levi and Jake and all them. And then helped on the beach, gather people. But I, they didn't even need my help because everyone was there and the waves were going off. And if you haven't watched that episode, watch it now. Is that the way it is at, your, is at Seaside? Like you got to ask the dudes? I mean, yeah, because I've done stuff down there with film crews and yeah. whatever. No, I get and you it. just want to give them a heads up. I get it. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of one of them, but I don't want to be that one of them that's like, yeah, dude, bring everything. Let's go. But it was great. That is the complete opposite of the piece of shit wave that I surf. Couch surfing wave at Todd's break. No. Well, that be a great episode. It's just be embarrassing for everyone. <laughs> really fun. Yeah. So uh, what else we got here? ISA had the... Parasurfing World Championships in Huntington Beach. And again, the waves were firing. There was 184 competitors, 27 national teams. Uh, the ISA Parasurfing game, uh, Championships have seven physical parasurfing classes, two visual sport classes. So we're talking everything from, you know, amputees, blind surfers, uh, so many different types of adaptive surfers. And this is truly probably one of the most magical and beautiful surf events on the planet i mean you talk about strength courage tenacity every one of these competitors has that i'll tell you you know it's it, and the underlying thing is there is and this is this is the worst and best thing about surfing yeah is that it, it tickles something in you that will make you want to do it no matter if like 
if your legs were taken. Right. You know, you'll find a way. It's that good. Oh, check it out. What's that? Where'd you get a Boilermaker shirt? Brand new Boilermaker shirts. Thank you to Spencer Tescarino and Oli Norris. These, this is off the original screen that Taryn Durfee from Boilermaker made at a high school screen printing class. Yeah, right old SD chargers. Yep. That's not... I'm just going to cover that part up. Uh, oh, this is actually pretty cool. So Team France won gold. Uh, Alana Nichols got the first ever perfect 10 in ISA parasurfing history. Pretty awesome. Uh, and then not awesome news... Two losses. Uh, we've lost a surfer from Indonesia. His name was Febri Asaya As uh, Anzia. Febri Anzia, 24 years old, uh, motorcycle crash. In Mali. Um, let me see. Where was he? I think he's in yeah, in Bali or Have you Thailand or something. You've scooted around there, yeah. Yeah. It's it's terrifying, right? Yeah, I would do it differently now. When I did it back then. I don't even want to. I don't even want to say what was going on. It was bad. It's not safe for podcasting. Don't do it. But uh, really sad. There was a huge paddle out for him. February uh, apparently was just a rat, the raddest guy. So sad there. Uh, also, a 76-year-old legendary California shaper surfer Mark Martinson uh, died at the age of 76. Uh, he was a U.S. national champion. Just everyone that talks about him says how legendary this is one of those og real deal surfers mm -hmm. shaper you know just overall epic guy so two losses that are pretty sad um something gained here though something new and it's hit the world by storm we're talking about kelly slater's abu dhabi you have a wave pool are you calling that person Should i call yeah all right we're gonna call we're, strider we're gonna he was call there. strider because this is a cold call people this is a cold call and where has where is strider not sickest invite <laughs> i mean we, we didn't get the invite yeah. but strider's on the list we'll see if strider answers this is our uh high-end call-in system Hello, you are live on the Monday Mass What's with up, Chris Cote and Todd Richards. Congratulations. What's up, you fucker? <laughs> okay, so we want to know about the yeah, wave pool, Strider, dude. We got to know. We watched all the videos. Uh, the smile on your face really told the story. But now you tell us this story. Break it down. Abu Dhabi. Strider Wasaluski. And you're live on the podcast, so so don't you know, don't 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 say anything too weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss you guys. I do. I miss, I miss you, you too. How was it? <laughs> We're serious. Talk, dude. You're being interviewed right now. You're being interviewed. We're recording you. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was just. To be honest, the whole like salt water element and like oh, it's salt water wave. Whoa, what's that? It's salt water wave. Yeah, they, the ocean's right next to it, so you pump ocean water in, and you literally are just like I don't know. It's a whole new dynamic. The whole thing changed. Really, it's like twice as twice as easy to paddle. The board feels better. Everything just feels good. Oh my gosh! And so, what you got a call from Kelly? And he was like, hey, we're leaving tomorrow. We're going to surf in Abu Dhabi. 
How to like it, I'm I've been there before, not obviously not to that pool, but bit of a mission to get there, but pretty I mean pretty dialed in, right? Like the whole thing seems like it was a pretty uh magical, legendary type of experience. Yeah, yeah. Actually Uncle Kelly didn't call me. Oh. Was he surprised when you showed up? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? I snuck I snuck in the back door. Uh, that's the best way to do oh, it. Oh yeah. No, it um it was dude. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where you're just like if you had plans, you're like, "Wait a minute. I don't have plans anymore." Yeah. And you kind of just it's one of it's exciting. It's like brand new. It's like this you know, amazing new thing that like I'd heard about and wanted to see and then understanding how fun it is to just go to Lamore and ride, you know, his technology there and then knowing that it was saltwater and then like getting the a call from the you know ks wave code and then having them like yeah this is your your program and then you, you get on the you get on the uh jet a3 a380 and you're just like oh this is great you're like you're, wow. you're flying in like a bedroom wow right? it was so nice oh, i loved it i love strider i you know what i love that for actually you. crazy enough i i'm still sitting next to Weezy, the producer, he was on his way to go see Kanye in uh, Saudi. <laughs> oh, man. You know what, Strider? You deserve it because you're awesome. <laughs> Honestly, you, you deserve it. And, you know, I feel like you enjoy this shit so much. And, you know, when, when, you, when you have that joy and that passion for these things you do, you deserve things like this to happen to you. So I'm, I'm loving it. I just need to get near Strider so I can get some like residual shit that Strider gets. You can go right. He'll go left. Yeah. It's perfect. Just the, just, just, this the, the shit joy, that... The joy attracts the joy, my friend. Just the shit See? that falls off your nuts. I just want to catch That's, a little bit of it. Todd, Todd's, uh, Todd's negativity is... Just, Todd's Steve. negativity is keeping him out of Steve. a lot of weight. I miss you, Steve. I miss you, Strider. Oh, we love you, Strider. Thanks for coming on the show without your without consent. <laughs> Anything for you guys. All right, buddy. All right. Bye, Strider. We'll call you later off air. We'll get the real scoop. Love that guy. Strider Wasalewski, folks. Yeah, so... Those, I didn't know videos, it was salt water. Yeah, that... I mean, I, I didn't even think about it, but that definitely adds an element of familiarity to it. Yeah, and that's something that I'm thinking... You know, it's talked about, but when you go to Waco, or you've been to Kelly's, but, like, the buoyancy factor is weird. I don't, I don't. I didn't notice didn't really it that notice much. It? I mean, I'm riding epoxy boards anyway, so mm. maybe that's the ticket. Anyway, the the way it's 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 bigger and better than Surf Ranch, and Surf Ranch is as big and as great as you could possibly get. So I can't even imagine. So what this is place that? Is like. Are we okay? So for a while, we were saying that that wave that's in Brazil was like the the best one. Okay. So is the this private? That one's private. Okay, yeah. that's the private one, yeah. but has the barrel with the two air sections. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So is this the best one now? Well, I think Slater has... Is it longer than the it's, wave? It's, yeah. It's, it's a longer wave. Yeah, so Slater's original intent was to create the perfect wave with the longest barrel possible. So he wasn't thinking airs. He wasn't thinking business. He wasn't thinking, uh, oh, we need two waves per minute. Mm-hmm. It was strictly to make the best, most perfect wave on the planet. And mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. This is kind of what I've heard he said. So with that quality over quantity thing, you got to wait longer for waves for the water to settle down and all that. But at the same time, you're riding an absolute dream wave 
where I mean, I the all the rest, Waco. Uh, I'm sure Palm Springs is like this. I'm sure the Brazil pool and the 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 endless surf pool going in Munich. These are super good, amazing, rippable waves that you can change on the fly, do airs and all that stuff. But the Slater pool is probably more powerful. Mm-hmm. I would assume. I mean, I got smoked at Surf Ranch a couple times. So either way, That's thanks cool. Strider. That was thanks, awesome. Strides. He does have a good life, doesn't he? Yeah, Strider, but like I said, he enjoys it and he deserves it. Strider's been touched by an angel. Yeah. And when people when when people hate on it, I just say, Don't hate. Who hates Congratulate. That? How do you hate that guy? I don't I don't know anybody. He's like a, I don't actually I don't know anybody who's like a pencil troll. He's the best. I don't know anyone that hates a pencil troll. I mean he looks like Ellen, but other than that, I mean He's got a great rig too. He's got a great rig. Uh this is pretty cool. The U.S. Air Force Supergirl Pro happened this weekend in Florida. Keala Tomata Bannert won, and she is now a Supergirl. She got a 9 and an 8 in the final. Pretty sweet. And this is a WQS 3000, so that means she has also clinched a Hawaii Tahiti Nui QS regional title. So with that win, boom, she's right on top of the world. Congratulations, Tomata Bannert. Uh... Bethany Hamilton, this was reported on Stab. So Bethany Hamilton has left Rip Curl with three years and six figures on her contract. I read the whole article twice, and I believe this, well, this stems from Bethany's view on the transgender surfing rule. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought things had calmed down after her unhinged rants, Uh, but apparently they haven't. I mean, you can't, uh, let's, when someone... Like disagrees with me, but someone disagrees with you, or like in in general, like it's not mm-hmm. you can't it's not un- unhinged. Well, but the it's way like it was when filmed and the way she was talking seemed a little unhinged. But guess what? I'm not saying anything bad about Bethany Hamilton. She's amazing, and her fans are like Swifties. So if we say anything bad about her, we're dead. We ain't saying anything bad. Bethany like, is the best, and I she is probably one of the toughest this, that, humans ever. That whole topic, like I've got feelings about it too and it's like it's not right it's not so black and white well what i think what so her beliefs i believe in looking at all this rip curl put out a video uh called summer looks good on you there was a transgender woman in the video and i think that was the last straw for bethany so she quit rip curl and again just because i disagree with the view i think it takes a lot of bravery to stand up for what you believe in mm-hmm. I have not yeah, quit. Yeah, she's definitely like in order to like. <laughs> I've not quit many jobs to, to make a point and like say goodbye to the money. Like yeah. that's conviction. You have. I mean, right. regardless of whether or not you respect uh, respect her opinions on things, you have to respect yeah. the conviction. I do. I, I mean, fully that's do. like, dude. If you if you believe in something, believe in it wholeheartedly. Right. And again, I I put Bethany in the hero category, but it's just like you know, it's just like any like a famous band that you love and they, the singer did something that you disagree with. You can still love that band. I can still love Bethany's story. I can still love her surfing. I can still love the inspiration that she provides just because I disagree with one element. Um, doesn't make me think any less of her. Is that like the, I said, love her. Is that the same with Michael Jackson? Love Michael Jackson. Don't love that he maybe did some stuff. Love R. Kelly. Music, <laughs> not his person. <laughs> I still listen to Ignition, and I, if that offends you, I'm sorry, but that's a really good song. It's a, it was a party slapper, mm. but now when you play it at a party, 
Yeah, about half the people want to leave. So just when you play the remix to Ignition. Not just a party slapper, Chris. I'm going to delete that whole part. (laughs) We are empathetic, wonderful guys, Todd and I. We love everything. Um, But that was in the news. So do with it what you will. We're just Mm -hmm. reporting Mm -hmm. with what we see and read. Tara Watanabe dropped an edit that is amazing. Oh, by the way, Chris Pastras called me like five times. It's pretty obvious. Just now? And a little bit ago. It's pretty obvious he's sitting on his phone. Watching the show? No, he's not watching it, but he's definitely been, been trying to FaceTime me. No, it's not. You can't see him. How many Catholic <laughs> priests do I know, Andy? <laughs> uh, Wait, what? I was slapped by a Catholic priest when I was an altar boy, right really? in front of the whole church. Hmm? Yeah. Because I fell asleep on the altar. I was supposed to ring the bell, and I was asleep, and he came up and whacked me. Really? On the face, not... With his penis? No, with his hand oh. in front of the whole church. Oh, that's complete. So that's the, that was the one uh, Catholic, uh, Catholic priest that I know. Mm-hmm. And again, look. Okay. I don't know what the hell we're talking about. Okay, let's go. Don't cancel us. <laughs> Colohan Dino had a second baby. Congratulations, Colohan. He's also got a new flick coming out. The 2% crew is making moves, making movies, making babies. That's awesome. Happy for Colohan. Uh, in other surf news... Um, ISA World ISA World Junior Championships is uh, in about a week and a half. That's going to be done in Brazil. I will be there, Todd. We're going to do a remote episode of the Monday Mass. When is this? Like in ten days. Okay. Or maybe next week. I don't know. It's coming up. It's happening. So that'll be fun. Um, Skate news is brought to you by Beneath Apparel. BN Three TH Apparel. Leo Romero has a new shoe and a new skate park. It's immaculate. I loved every second of it. Michael Sucre made it with Leo Leo for America. The shoe is a wild slip-on. There's a silver one. There's a couple different colors. Uh, already talked to our guy, Don Brown, to get a pair to try out and review. I like doing those shoe reviews. Yeah? Yeah, it's pretty fun. You tell Don to send me some shoes, too. You want to tell Don? Tell him he's a big fan of the show. Don, I need some shoes. Well, you tell me, and I'll tell him. Um, should we get Should we get him in here to talk about the Thrasher Hellbomb? What, what do you mean? Did he go? Yeah, he went to it. Yeah, He's, oh I can hear him. He's busy though. He talk, talk. What we're doing is we're getting our next door neighbor, Joel Muzzy. He went to the Thrasher Hellbomb this weekend. He's going to come in and talk about it. He's also a real estate agent. Muzzy is like one of my oldest oldest friends from New Hampshire. I met him when I was going to college. He's one of my first uh, first skateboard friends oh, from New Hampshire. Yeah. Wait, did he give you the report? He's got to go to an appointment. But basically, our friend, a neighbor, awesome, all-around human, Joel Muzzy, went to the Thrasher. I think, am I calling it the right thing? Thrasher Hellbomb? It was in San Diego. It was in a ditch uh, put on by Rhino Independent Trucks. Monster Energy, I think, put in some money, too. Basically described as... One of the gnarliest skate contests you could ever take part in. We're talking about three or four knockouts. Uh, before the contest even started, there was a, a compound fracture of an arm. Oh, my God. Uh, no helmets, no rules. Uh, these guys were climbing down a sewer pipe and then sh- sitting on their skateboards and shooting out. Yeah, I saw that. That was gnarly. Oh, my God. And I got invited to it. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go to this. I don't want to see knockouts, broken arms, 
and Dude, slams gnarly. like that. But I watch, of course, I watch all the videos, and I just Rhino, hell yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Milton Martinez won the whole thing. Not a shocker. So you had a, you had a, a heavy, heavy group of skaters there, and those those events are so gnarly. I, I think it would so be, it'd be really stressful if like your so like everyone kind of has their personal style within skating, and this is like goes beyond what you look like when you perform any tricks. Right. But like you have you like your your outward style. And if your personal style is like like a hell, you know, you know what I mean? Like we have those friends who's like their outward projection to the world is I'm a I'm a fucking walking scab. I'm about to die. A walking scab. That's like a that's pretty like I would say that'd be like really stressful as a parent. Oh, this is uh, I have it called the Mad Dog Invitational too. Mad Dog Invitational. Anyway, Go to at Rhino. There's a lot of people doing snow plows with their face, dude, on on a shitty, shitty concrete. And Muzzy said that it's not one of these things where you show up with your ditch wheels. You're riding your normal street board. He said there was so much skin and blood on the freaking ditch that it was just. I mean, people are getting mangled, but thankfully somebody else is doing it, and not us. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing, but I love watching it. So I know. Uh, go to Rhino's yeah. Instagram at Rhino. Um, let me make sure I have that right because he deserves your follow. Yeah, at Rhino. Rhino. Oh, who's that? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, two years ago we lost the great Zane Timpson. Today was actually the day that two years ago this happened. This uh, just horrible loss. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think Zane was uh, one of those people that was a, a light on the whole world. There was um, this morning when I drove to go to surf, there was um, flowers and beers on top of the Encinitas Epic. sign. Well so deserved, the, too. Into the bank. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I talked to uh, Ira Curb Killer this morning, sent a message to Jeff Timpson, Zane's dad, basically saying, look, mm-hmm. his stoke is still here. You know, his physical form may be gone, but his aura, his his spirit, his mm-hmm. stoke is still here and it will be forever. I saw Jeff um I saw Jeff was at the yard sale. Did you see him? No, I didn't see yeah, him. Yeah, he was there. Yeah. We didn't really talk much about the yard no, sale. No, we we can talk about the yard sale in nerd news. Okay. Uh what else we got here? This is pretty cool. Jenkum always Jenkumagazine.com always does cool stuff. Jenkum mag what Jenkum. Uh so a Canadian multi-instrumentalist jazz musician, Joseph Shabasun, rescored the ultimate classic skate video, Toy Machine's Welcome to Hell. Which is amazing, by the way. I watched Welcome to Hell for the first time after about 15 years. The and other it's day. still so good. It's so, That's so, in my top three so all-time good. skate videos. You got to watch it with this new jazz soundtrack. It's pretty dope. It's very unique. It's really interesting. And this dude can pl- This dude can play. Does Take he, my word for it. This guy can play. Does he wail? He wails. He blows. He slaps. He is Joseph Shabison, and the whole video and the whole soundtrack is available on the internet. Pretty rad. Uh, this is some super random ass skate news. I like this. Is my favorite part of skate news is where this, the uh, skate adjacent news. Yeah. So, do you know who Adam Newman is? No. Adam Newman uh, is the guy who started WeWork. And he started this company, WeWork, where it was uh, co-work spaces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a documentary about <laughs> what happened. It's 
So basically he raised, I don't know how many, billions and billions and billions of dollars, and then he screwed the whole thing up, and when he, he got fired, left with a billion-dollar payout. So you're fired. Here's a billion dollars. Get out of here. To go away. And now he's reported. This is what the headline was. Disgraced Adam Newman spends his days skateboarding near his $44 million Florida mansion after his startup, WeWork, collapsed into bankruptcy. Newman, 44, bought two adjacent waterfront properties in 2021. His family lived close to Ivanka Trunk and Jared Kirshner. They lived nearby. This guy was handed a billion dollars after he was fired as CEO. What kind of job can I get that I just start up for a little bit and get fired and get a billion dollars? What job can I get that does You've got to be pretty annoying if like someone offers you a billion dollars to just go away. Yeah. I I'm just pretty annoying. How much money do you, will you give me to go away? <laughs> if I had a billion dollars, I would offer you that. And last but definitely not least, Ryan Clements is on the Nine Club. And I love these episodes. Well, I love Ryan Clements, for, for one. I also love the Nine Club. But when you have uh, kind of people more in the business, mm-hmm. those are, industry guy, I, th- to me, those are oftentimes more interesting. On all, like, on all the platforms, whether it's the Bomb Hole or Nine Club or even here. Like, when we have people on that are... That, that are older. When do we can, have people on? I don't know. Uh, it's if not, we it's, had somebody, it's not important. On. If people came on here and they kind of have been in the in, they were pro or right. you know near pros like me, and they came up in the industry, and now they like they know the inner workings. So that's the best, right? Because they have they have the best stories. Am I going to get canceled for saying that it was an unhinged rant? <laughs> what are you still, <laughs> thinking, still thinking about, about that? that? Is this the kind of shit that like keeps you up at night? Only when I get hella don't, baked. Don't worry about it. Snow news brought to you by Mammoth Mountain. Mammoth Mountain. What makes Mammoth Mountain such a great place to go snowboarding, Todd? Well, first of all, Chris. Free lift tickets. It's, it's, <laughs> for main, us. it's mainly the free lift tickets. Um, it's huge. Mammoth Mountain's a big mountain. And it's it's to me, it still has that feel of a classic OG California ski resort where, you know... Yeah, it's like there's there's buildings and all that stuff, but the vibe of it, because I just remember growing up, my dad was a mammoth guy, and he always told me about skiing down Dragon's Back, mm. and so that was just like a huge thing for me as a I kid. I have some suggestions. And he's back. I have some suggestions for mammoth on how to improve things. Would you like to hear them? Yeah. First and foremost. Or improve what? Mammoth or just things in general? Mammoth. Okay. Okay. So first and foremost, just remember they are a new sponsor. No, I know, but the, like I'm helping. Okay, good. Like <laughs> they didn't ask, but I'm, good. I'm, I'm helping. Okay. I think that first and foremost, they need to flatten the Mammoth Mountain in. Like you need to come in there with an exorcist, some sage, and a aggressive bulldozer and flatten that hotel. Is this how you treat all of our new sponsors? I'm just look. Do you want to in in ten years? Yeah, okay, you can be real. I'm being real. All right. They know this. Well, I don't. I mean, they know I'm this. not interested in the, the hotel. I'm interested in the mountain. I know, but they know this. Okay. It's part of the experience. Okay. We flatten the Mammoth Mountain in. Okay. Then, when that is completed, okay. Um, that's it, really. Is just you flatten the. You mammoth don't like mountain the Mammoth in. Mountain Inn. No. But no. what I asked you, what makes I like mammoth the such chart. a great place to ride? It's diverse, and my favorite time to snowboard God. at Mammoth is on storm days i actually don't 
like snowboarding when it's sunny out. Really? No, I don't. Like, I don't like it anymore because number one, there's too many damn people. Okay. And number two, if it has just snowed, it's gone in five minutes. But like storm days, if you have the proper equipment and you know Gore-Tex, you, you, yeah, Gore-Tex and whatnot. That is that is the best time to go snowboarding. Well, great. Now you've blown it. Usually, for all the, rest of us the roads are terrible, and if and especially in Southern California, Mammoth is debatable. I think they do need to change their whole Southern California thing because it is not in Southern California. It's five hours away from San Diego. It's right? six hours up, down, and sideways. There is no way you're getting there in five hours unless you live an hour closer from here. L.A. Mm, well, then you have to go through L.A. and that's two and a half hours. Well, you're driving time. me, so I don't care. I just. I love Mammoth. I think you need to go there. I think there needs to be a bullet snowing. train from here to That Mammoth. would really be great. That would be tight. Either yeah. way, I'm I'm excited to go ride Mammoth. And I know you are too, Todd. And I can tell you all this we we did some investigating and we have all the new sweet restaurants. Oh yeah? Yeah, because I really judge a resort on the places that you can go and eat. Love to ride, but I really love to eat. And some of the places... I mean, I was literally convinced that Pita Pit was the only place to eat at Mammoth for a long time. Isn't that from Beverly Hills 90210? Pita oh, Pit? the Peach Pit. Peach Pit. Anyways, I found other places to eat besides the Pita Pit at Mammoth. All right. Well, DM Todd wait. for details. We're going. It's going to be great. I've had some of my best days on the hill last year at Mammoth. They got 10 trillion feet of snow. It seems like they just closed like last month. <laughs> you know, and now they're, they're back open. They're open again. I'm going to go down Dragon's Back, Dad. I'm doing it for you, Dad. My dad slammed so hard at Dragon's Back that he ended up with one leg shorter than the other. Really? Kept him out of military service. He slammed so hard that it shrank a leg? Yeah. At least that's what the family lore says. Wow. Uh, Chinese snowboarder Su Yiming says Olympic gold medal left him confused as he returns after a year off. Why? Quote, after achieving the goal, an Olympic medal, very suddenly, it was difficult for him to find a new goal. So now, Sue is preparing for Big Air World Cup. That's going to be in Beijing in December. So I can, I can see what, what's happening here, right? Your whole life, you're focused on this goal. I'm sure when he was a kid, it was embedded in him. Gold medal. Mm-hmm. Olympic gold. Olympic gold. You achieve that, Right. What do you do now? Well, Besides get another one, but still like that has to be something It kind of depends on where you where you grew up. Like China, obviously they're very focused on the competitive aspect of snowboarding right. yeah. and the gold medal probably is the ultimate, but it, that's not like that represents such a f- small fraction of what gets you respect in this sport. Right. Go and put some put some clips together. Get, do uh, some side hits. I mean, go go get some stuff in the backcountry. Get you know, get more people to see your personality. Like, there's so much more. Like, I mean, my goal after winning a gold medal would be to bronze the rig. Yeah, I would go to Fiji mm-hmm. with five friends, all female. <laughs> okay, what else you got? What um, trainers? Uh, so Todd. I went to the NOAA weather map Noah? website, and I don't know what it says. Okay, so we... I still don't know. Well, I can tell you what's happening this week. What's happening this week? This week, um, the... In snowboarding. 
In, well, this in directly well, impacts. Mammoth opened. We know this that. directly impacts snowboarding. There's a, there's a big okay. storm system hitting us starting Wednesday that will affect the whole western part of the United States. Right. From, you know, the Sierras to Colorado. The western valleys. It's going to be great. And it is a great time to go to someplace like Salt Lake because this, fri- this Friday, I'm flying to Salt Lake City to be on the bomb hole where we will be sitting Again? down with Jamie Anderson. Again? And Danny Davis, and we're going to talk about Jamie Anderson's new movie. Wait, you're hosting the bomb hole? No, I'm on the bomb hole with Sounds these other like people. Sounds like you're hosting it. And we're going to be talking. You didn't really basically tell this, me about this. this. It's a Woodward takeover. Okay. Of bomb hole. I feel like you're telling me you're not asking me. And then on Saturday night at the Woodward Park City facility. Okay. There is going well. Supposedly, there's going to be some rails all up in this business. You're going to hit some rails. No, I'll watch that. Um, but then you're that, gonna hit some rails. But then that night, there's gonna be wow. a bunch of movie premieres. Jamie Anderson's movie is gonna be um, premiering. Let me check my email and see if I was invited. Sequencer to will be premiering, and also the Woodward Peace Park edit that we've been working on since Peace Park went down at Snowbird um, in the collaboration between Woodward and Snowbird last. I see no invite spring. in my inbox. It's gonna be great, and you're not invited. Do they know my website <laughs> information? You're not invited. Well, I don't have to be invited to everything. I would have liked to be invited to that. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have gone, but would have liked to have been invited. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of weird that you're hosting another podcast and you didn't even tell I'm your not, I'm a guest. podcast partner that... I'm a guest in the podcast. But it's going to be pretty cool. It's debatable. It sounds like you're a host. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, I haven't been out to Salt Lake in a minute. Be and more apparently fun with me. it's going to snow. You know, I was thinking about like, okay, so you have... I force. This is real talk now. Back when, what was all the rest of it? Oh, this is fake talk. <laughs> when I was when I started to com- like, look at my phone. when I switched over from like half pipe to competing in slope style. Yep. I kind of, um, I didn't know how to ride rails. So okay. I, like, well, I like knew, but like not in the in the capacity that you would need to know how to ride rails to like be competitive in, in a competitive format. Okay. So I had to like force myself to ride rails. Right. I'm, not, I'm not sure if I ever like really enjoyed it because I like to have my edges. What's really the sharp. biggest rail you ever ridden? I don't down. think I, I don't think I've ever really done a street uh, rail, any good street rails. Okay, I don't think I've ever done that at all. Like I think once maybe. Okay, um, but what is that? Where did that picture come from? Andy Ryan, photographer. Why is he sending weird You're pictures? in the middle of a story. I'm, I'm getting questions saying. ready. But I would like to start riding rails again. I mean, I ride them when they're on the hill, but I try to just get them over with. How's yeah. your rail riding? Have you ever? Have you ever? What's I, your? I, I used to like board slide rail, uh, some small handrails, three, four stairs, maybe. Mm-hmm. I can do a couple of different tricks on flat bars. Uh, I don't really. I don't dude. mess with rails on snowboard. Honestly, no, I don't. Well, I don't I, want I can, to. I don't need to. I, can I don't tell have you that to. Boxes are the most dangerous thing on the planet. I don't. I only like the sides of the run. I just want to go to the side. Really? Side hit euphoria. Okay. That's all I want. Side hit euphoria and Japan with mint tours in Japan. I can't. I'm very excited for this Japan powder trip. <laughs> I still don't believe it's. We happening. don't. It's like we're kind of working, but not really. We kind of did the work. To get the trip, and once we're on the trip, <laughs> they can't tell us what to do. <laughs> we're excited. Uh, I just got this from John Beter up in Whistler. Okay. Don't miss the online premiere of Man Boy's 10th film, Ooh, yeah. Tango Echo November. Oh my God, that's tonight 
at six on YouTube. Man, boys, guaranteed YouTube. to be Tonight, some of the best snow porn you'll ever you see. What time is it? Six o'clock. Six p.m. So he's in Whistler. I don't know what that translates to anywhere else, but it's West um, Coast time. Pretty sick. Thank you, John Veter, for that news. Also, Whistler got some good dumps over the past few days. John and Sue, my homies from up there, are uh, hitting the hill for a little preseason split boarding. And maybe Todd will join us, join you know us live for a quick preview of the You know what I did see that I thought was really, really cool? What? Is the Ferguson brothers went up to Mount Bachelor uh, last week. They had it, I think... Um, Gabe had it on his uh, on his Instagram, mm-hmm. and they were hitting the mountain bike jumps on snowboards. No way! It looks so fun, so oh, that's fun. Insane. Yeah. Um, uh, is that uh, that's snowboard news? Uh, Google is there else? Google analyzed six thousand ski related terms used, and Vermont is the most snow obsessed state Vermont in the is? nation by a narrow margin of two percent. What else do you have in there for Colorado was second ranked in, in people that love it the most. <laughs> you know me <laughs> in, in the internet. You're just in there looking for... But we've got a bunch of questions we could probably... All that's, right. that's probably more interesting than any of this. All right, that was Snowboard Watch News. It. and we are gonna, Do we want to talk about Nerd News right now? Nerd News is brought to you by New Greens. If you have a deficiency of vitamins and minerals, we and, all do. And salad. If you have, if you're salad deficient and you can't take the time out for salad, because God knows we are a busy nation, then then please have New Greens in the morning. You'll outlive your friends. Yep. What is a better flex than laughing at your friend? Look, Devin Curran posted a while picture you survive of him. Bachans. All right, so. We had a yard sale this weekend. It was great. Chris, uh, Chris. I have a bunch of questions. Chris. Okay, that's it. Yard sale related. Okay. That we okay, can, here that we go. I can talk about a question, and that brings us into yard sale Let's questions. Go. are brought to us by Panic and Coffee and Tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Todd, you know I'm giddy. You know I'm giddy, buddy. Okay, okay this go. is from Becky Bubs. Becky Bubs. Has come through and said, what was the most expensive item sold at your sale? Chris, want to play on Wooden Toys Friday? Yes, I do want to play skateboarding at Adult Swim with you on Friday. Most expensive thing. So, Todd, you know me. I'm a giver. Mm-hmm. So I had a, so much stuff in my corner. And I think I gave away more than I sold because people kept coming up and going, how much is that? And I go, I don't know, a dollar. Hey, and let me, let me, uh, I was very giving, and I was a great person, dude. Yo, because we when we, we had a big yard sale when we put this thing together, right? It was yeah. literally happened live on the air on Monday Mass. Thank you, Jason Genesec. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, so I didn't, I wasn't really, you know, like I had stuff to sell, like old outerwear and snowboards and stuff like that. There was people at that yard sale that, like, where did they come from? There was one dude that was like selling uh, Quicksilver T-shirts and sweatshirts from like the '80s for like. $90. Like, where did he come from? Honestly, from this. Was it just from like... From here. From in the screen. I, well, people were... When, when it was announced that we were doing that yard sale, right. it was also kind of announced like, yo, if you got some stuff, come and sell it. So we had other, our friends. We had uh, Scott from DeKine. We had right. uh, Mike Burnett was there. Some people just grabbed stuff out of their garage and showed up. There's other people selling like all kinds of antiques and... There was people it like was actually, really it was organized. Like perfect. It was perfect because it wasn't out of control, the amount of sellers. Right. But it was rad because when people showed up, they realized that this was, we got to do this annually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
annually. Annually. I, I think that it should be an annual thing because it's, it's great. It's I think maybe thing. we should do another one in the spring going into the summer. Surf stuff. Right. Yeah. It was super fun. Uh, and my favorite part of it was just meeting, like meeting a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I really like meeting people. And I was talking to my friend about this before when I was packing my car and I was sweating and I was like hating it. And I said, remind me to never have a garage sale again. She said, I think you're going to have a good time. She was right. I had a great time. And I met a bunch of new people. I made a couple hundred bucks. And that's going straight into my pocket. <laughs> so there, were, there was a charity element. Um, they were raising some money for getting our U.S. Sur- US surf team to Brazil. Mm-hmm. But I'm, just, I'm going there, so I'm going to give them my support there emotionally, not ra- financially. Yeah, I raised money um, for my family's insurance. Oh, week. that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we got a question from Danny Caputo. We love you, Danny. He's the one of the best wheelie artists in town. Okay, Chris and Todd, what would be your theme song every time you entered a room? Seinfeld theme song. You know that yellow song? Oh, yeah. That's mine. Good job. Yeah. Good. Those are good. That's good, good songs. I want yours, too. Uh, this is from Adamet's Art. Adamet's Art, surfboards, skateboards, snowboards, and cars. Do you keep them clean, hang them on the wall, and keep them show ready or ride them till the wheels fall off? I think I feel like that's an answer that is uh, it's varied. Like, my cars are very clean. Your car is immaculate. My car is ridden hard and put away wet. Uh, my gear... There's a few of my surfboards that I really, I rinse off, I dry off, mm-hmm. I put right back on the Do rack. Do you rinse There's your surfboard after you use it? Every time. Why? Because I have the best boards in the world. Yeah, but why would you rinse it? Because I feel, and this could just be my brain telling me this, but when you have dry salt, salt you know how gnarly corrosive salt water is? Right. Because if it gets on your bikes and all that, like it rusts. So why wouldn't it eat away at your fiberglass? My boards, my dark arts boards... They keep their pop for years and years, so I got to take care of them. They take care of me. I've never. That's really interesting. Better. I, I, you know, always I rinse know it and rinse your wetsuit. I rinse my wetsuit, but why not your board? Because usually when I leave, I put my board in a, bo- a travel board bag in the car, so it doesn't get dinged oh and dang by all this other shit. You're weird. So I should start rinsing. How often do you clean your wax? Ever. You never clean your wax. If I go on a surf trip somewhere tropical, see, I I like re-wax, but I don't like clean. I don't you're like, anal retentive. I am in some in some ways, but in other ways, I'm just a fucking wet cardboard mess. But you put your board in a board bag every single session. Yeah, but that's so it doesn't get dinged. Weird. You're a weird guy. Yeah. I respect you for that. Mm. Uh, this was a photo from uh, Andy. It's a uh, North Shore, you can post this on your Instagram later. This just came through. Kelly Slater. Mm. Okay, we got a question from Hannah Lee. Hannah, it is so great to hear from you. We love you a lot. Uh, Todd, what is your favorite kaiju after Godzilla? And Chris, what other board games do you play besides Settlers of Catan? You see how astute Hannah Lee is? No, she pays attention. That's right. Uh, So who is your favorite kaiju after Godzilla? And I will give you my favorite board game. Favorite kaiju after Godzilla. Right, you think about that. My favorite board game besides Catan, I'm going to go backgammon, chess, and classic Monopoly. 
just classic Monopoly. I haven't played in ages. There's actually one called Monopoly Empire that only takes about 15 or 20 minutes. That's really fun that I used to play with my kids a lot. Hmm. I like I'm playing a, Operation. I'm going to go with King Ghidorah. On humans. The, the, the three-headed... Uh, I thought we had that one. Did we have one? We got Godzilla. We got Godzilla. People, they can't see it. The three heads. Oh, yeah, look at that. Look at all that cool stuff up there. The one with they the three heads. Great, great story. Uh, what else we got here? Um, Austin Wolf. Snowboard videos used to always have the track list in the credits. It seems like new ones are increasingly forgoing the track list and maybe sticking them in the description. I get a lot of new music from these films. It's been getting harder to track down, uh-huh. all the rad songs. Any thoughts on the change? Well... I you think, know how we feel about not listing the writers' yeah, names on I, there. I think that's very important. I, I used to get a lot of like my music from the credits of movies too. Me too. Free or, like pause the TV. They, and yeah, they used to have it. Right. Well, they yeah. used to put the song uh, credit right as the the part was starting. Like MTV. Right. Yeah, I I agree with you, Austin. Um, I have taken to Shazamming many videos that I watch when I like a song. Oh, I forgot to say. So speaking of great songs in, in snowboarding movies, Craig McMorris made a clip called Tennis. It's super good. They used an unwound song. I loved it. I loved that whole video. So Austin Wolf, if you want to know what song that was in the middle of Tennis, the new Craig McMorris video that's unwound, great soundtrack there. But uh, yeah, we have a, we Shazam. Have a, we have a question that just came in yeah. off of the live over here. Um, M. Vicken says, what is the most forbidden grab in snowboarding? What do I think? Like, what do I think of that? I think, for me, personally... Double nose grab. And this, nah, well, this is just like from growing up and skating. Like, I never... Like, we were just... You don't reach in between your legs. Like, roast the, beef? The roast beef was, like, as far as I remember, was initially like a joke. I think because... Because Grasso couldn't do stale fish. Well, there, so there's something that happens sometimes, and this happens to me with words. When you start doing something as a joke over and over, the irony starts to wear off, and then you find yourself just doing it. Mm. So I, I got to agree with you. I think the roast beef that in any board is just the worst. Describes. And the name is so bad. It's bad. And then there's like, it. and then because of the roast beef, and there was all this like, okay, well, we had like, you know, back in the day when pe- when there's a lot of non-skaters were snowboarding mm-hmm. it's like oh roast beef that's crazy and you guys do a stale fish too and then all of a sudden there was all these food grabs like stale beef no there was like the roast beef and then this is a chicken salad and this is chicken a, wing and this is a thai pan and this is a, a canadian bacon like it just like went into this whack zone that like it literally if you saw someone doing those <laughs> whack tricks, zone yeah you were like oh, okay that dude uh, yeah. does not skateboard and if he does skateboard he wears short shorts and he and he pump he starts skating by pumping <laughs> in the flat bottom are you talking about me <laughs> is that it roast beef <laughs> wilson wilson couple more here wilson says what 10 waves are your personal dream tour we don't have the time to do 10 so let's just do three each personal dream tour uh i'm going restaurants macaronis uh, I'm gonna geez. do. I'm gonna do Barra. I, I when the I'll Rip, go Barra. When Rip Curl did the search there, I thought that okay. was amazing. Restaurants, macaroni's Barra. I think it would be really cool if they did one at Puerto Escondido. Puerto, your dream wave. Not Puerto mine. Like no, to this watch. is your like, dream tour. 
yeah, my dream tour to like oh, watch, okay, to watch someone do. I think Porter Escondido would be a really good one. Yeah. Or The Box. Oh, uh, Lakey Peak. I think Lakey Peak needs to be a championship tour destination. Uh, geez. I mean, Karamas was pretty Karamas is amazing. the shit, dude. I, I watch a lot of footage of Karamas just when I'm like trying to go to sleep. Yeah. And I, I, I'll tell you this, like if you if you play on YouTube like I do at night. ASMR? Yeah, like Surfers of Bali. Oh, yeah, that's is like so the best nice. ASMR surfing. Yeah. And a lot of it is from Karamas. And my God, that yeah. wave looks fun. Yeah. I mean, Pipeline, of course. Why not? Um, what are we doing here? Okay, so this is from Jemin Osei. Would Todd rather be left in a room for an hour with open cans of herring or... Left in a room for an hour with Steely Dan blasting. Uh, I would much rather have Steely Dan blasting. Look, I, there's, there's certain shit. foods. Like, you could back me off of a cliff with a banana. I don't like bananas. Orange, you glad I didn't say banana. Like, bananas are my kryptonite. kryptonite. And uh, apparently herring is too. No offense to the herring nation, who I love. And I love herring. What's with you and banana? What's the deal with you and banana? I don't know. It's almost one. Of, it's one of those things where like your gag reflex if, activated when you think of uh, a banana. I oh. if I hear someone like eating one because bananas are like the fucking grossest sound when you eat a banana, like that. Yeah, it's so weird. It's just so. Yeah, I don't know. It's like those people that can't look at like a bunch of like little circles. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know what that's called, but like they, it's it's something. They have um, a thing about it. I have a thing about bananas. Okay. Uh, Devin Curran says, will Sunbender play a show on December 23rd at Poorhouse in South L? We would love to, but we're playing Poorhouse this week on Thursday, and our show in December is at the Belly Up with Transfer and Miniaturize. You can look that one up. But thank you for the offer. Uh, Paul Copenhaver says... Is herring? When was the last time you had a Cobra dog? Our boys at Cobra Dogs. What's up? I don't like hot dogs either. Well, the last time I had a Cobra dog was when I was at the Tony Hawk Vert Alert out in Salt Lake City. If you don't know what Cobra Dogs is. Did they set up? They were set up there? Yeah. I think I had a Cobra dog two years ago. At Milo. During, it was right before the, um, the bomb hole cup. That's okay. I mean, I'm not a big hot dog guy. I'm a big hot dog guy, and Cobra Dogs are the shit, and I still have my Cobra Dogs hat. We've been on this podcast for way too long. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. If you've just joined this live stream, <laughs> later uh, we're gone. So we'll see you guys. Well, n- no next week or yes? No, next we are week? next. Yes, okay. next week. Okay, yes, next week. Yeah. No, the following week. Okay. Uh, see you guys next week. <laughs>